On today's episode of District Divided, we last talked about your women's pro sports teams. Get on board. If you want to see a championship and celebrate a championship, jump on that Washington Spirit bandwagon. Jump on that Washington Mystics bandwagon because they are the two most likely teams to deliver a championship this season. But I failed to mention one college team. Your Maryland Terrapins women's basketball team is incredible. I'm going to talk about them to start off the show, and then we're going to jump into the State of the Union highlighted by the Washington Capitals absolutely killing it. They are on a four-game win streak, so kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to District Divided. I am your host, Amit Singh. As many of you know, and Nelson, you texted me. I appreciate the text. I was off last week, just took a little bit of a break, had a pretty busy work week as well, so it timed out pretty perfectly. So welcome back, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Now, in the previous episode, I talked to you guys about the importance of jumping on and getting on board on your women's teams. The Washington Spirit are loaded, your women's soccer team. The Washington Mystics, arguably even more loaded, your women's basketball team. And they still have two players they could sign that could put them way over the top. So when we're talking about championships, you want to jump on those bandwagons because the Washington Capitals are really good for sure. But that's a very tough division they're in. The Washington Wizards, look, the NBA... It's too difficult unless you have a super team. The Wizards do not have that super team. The Washington football team, the NFL is a crapshoot. Apparently, wherever Tom Brady is, he wins, so forget that. And then the Washington Nationals, yes, they've got a shot, but it's so hard to get into the playoffs, you just never know. So the Washington Spirit, the Washington Mystics, those are the teams you really want to follow if you want to celebrate a championship because they give you the best chances at it. Now, a team I failed to mention is a college team. Your Maryland Terrapins women's basketball team. They have been absolutely incredible this season, and I am apologizing to all of them because I should have been covering them this whole time. It just slipped my mind, and that's inexcusable. They are so good. They are number eight in the country. They are first in the Big Ten with a 15-1 and record. They are 19-2 and overall. Their two losses One was at the very beginning of the season against Missouri State, who are actually nationally ranked. Now, you don't hear about Missouri State in men's basketball, but they are nationally ranked right now. And then the other one was at Ohio State. The score was 88-86. to They lost by two points. Since then, an eight-game win streak. The Maryland Terrapins are real. A scoring margin of 20.5 points. Dominant. Five different scorers in double digits might even be six got a couple different three-point shooters that are over 40 percent one of them katie benzin 53 percent and she has attempted 150 threes this season so that's not just like 10 threes and she's made seven or five or whatever she is killing it ashley owusu is the leading scorer at 19 points per game there's diamond miller 17.7 points per game katie benzin i just mentioned 14.8 
Chloe Bibby, 13.3 points per game. Angel Reese, 11.7 points per game. And Mimi Collins at exactly 10 points per game. So that gives you six different double-digit scorers and their rebounding margin, plus 8.2. This team is legit. They could go on to win the national championship. Your Maryland Terrapins women's basketball team is for real. Just keep following your women. That seems to be the blueprint here in the 202. You should be doing it everywhere, but especially here in the District of Columbia. Follow these teams because they may deliver the glory you so badly seek. And we're going to continue talking about Maryland women's basketball, as well as the rest of the DMV and the State of the Union that begins right now. We got a lot to catch up on here, folks. So we're going to begin with the Washington Wizards. They went 3-1 and one on their West Coast trip last week, beating the Portland Trailblazers, the Los Angeles Lakers in a thriller, and the Denver Nuggets while losing to the LA Clippers. We then returned to the East Coast and beat the Timberwolves last Thursday, 128-112. to Russell Westbrook had 19 points, 14 rebounds, and 12 assists. Just another triple-double for him. In fact, the 10th one, and that sets the franchise all-time record. Think about that. In less than half a season of him being here, he has set the all-time mark for the franchise. This isn't just a season record. This is the all-time record. He has normalized the triple-double, so it may seem less special, but congratulations to Russell Westbrook on one hell of an achievement. But we haven't won since he set that franchise record. We followed it up with an absolute heartbreaker at the Boston Celtics, losing 111 to 110. We were up five with less than 46 seconds to go, and Jason Tatum put the Celtics on his back, scoring the final six points of the game. Very unlucky to lose that game, and included Bradley Beal slipping on Jason Tatum's sweat. Just an incredibly unlucky loss, but it is what it is. And then we lost again, this time at home to the Memphis Grizzlies, 125 to 111. Nothing unlucky about this one. The Grizzlies dominated out of the gates. It was not even close. Brad and Russ each had 23 points. The Wizards are now 13 and 20 on the season and are three games back of the eight seed. There are now 39 games to go, so still plenty of time, and the Wizards have been playing a lot better recently. Up next, a pair of revenge games against Western Conference teams tonight against the LA Clippers at 7 p.m. and then Wednesday March 10th at 8 p.m. against the Memphis Grizzlies on the road. Both games can be seen on NBC Sports Washington. Now you might be wondering why are those two games so far apart? Today's March 4th and the next game is March 10th. We have the All-Star break. It is All-Star weekend coming up. Bradley Beal once again has been named an All-Star starter after getting the most votes amongst all guards in the league. The NBA All-Star Draft is tonight at 8 p.m., and you can see it on TNT. LeBron James and Kevin Durant are team captains, though Durant will be sitting out the game with a hamstring injury. The NBA All-Star Game is Sunday at 8 p.m. on TNT as well. And a quick congratulations to Rui Hachimura and Denny Avdia, as both were selected for the Rising Stars game, which unfortunately will not happen this season. Moving to the ice, the Washington Capitals, they play on ice, but they have been on fire. Let me tell you about it. They are 6-2 and two since I last updated you. The first four games, we were up and down, beating the Buffalo Sabres 3-1, to one, then losing to the New York Rangers 4-1, to one, then winning against the New Jersey Devils 4-3, to three, then losing in overtime to the Pittsburgh Penguins. But since that loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins, I don't know what it is, 
but we just kicked it up into high gear. We began by beating the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-2 last Thursday, then a 5-2 victory over the New Jersey Devils on Saturday. How about another win against the Devils in a back-to-back 3-2 on Sunday? Original starting goalkeeper Ilya Samsonov returned for that game, saving 19 out of 21 shots to help us secure the win, and then a big shootout win at the Boston Bruins yesterday, 2-1. Vitek Vanacek was back in goal for this game, making 18 saves on 19 shots. Now, we sit in first place in the East Division, and if we keep playing like this, we will cruise to the playoffs. Up next, big games, tough games, important games. Tomorrow at the Boston Bruins at 7 p.m., then Sunday at the Philadelphia Flyers at 7 p.m., Tuesday at home against the New Jersey Devils at 7 p.m., and all those games can be seen on NBC Sports Washington. Let's move to college basketball. The Georgetown Hoyas, they continue their season turnaround. Is it too little too late? They are 3-1 since I last updated you. An 81-75 win over Seton Hall, then a 70-57 loss to UConn, and look, Georgetown has been great on the glass this season, but UConn dominated the glass. One of the few teams that has made Georgetown look small this season. Then a 68-60 win over DePaul on Saturday. An interesting game because leading scorer and senior guard Javon Blair did not play due to a coach's decision. Patrick Ewing opted to sit him for that game. Then a 72-66 win on senior night over Xavier on Tuesday. Blair, the senior, did play in this one, coming off the bench to score 12 points. And Jamarco Pickett was the big star with 18 points and 7 boards with a couple clutch plays down the stretch to secure the win. And Chudier Belay chipped in with a double-double. It's been night and day for him since the start of this season. I know a lot of fans were like, Belay, why are we even playing him? He's not that good. He has been awesome down the stretch. All three are seniors. All three came up big. We are now 7th in the Big East with a 7-8 conference record. And up next, a chance at a three-game win streak and a chance to go 500 in the Big East. We are at UConn, who are on a three-game win streak of their own. This Saturday at 12 p.m., the game can be seen on CBS. The Hoyas have an outside shot at the five seed. We'll see what happens. In all likelihood, they'll finish with the seventh seed. It would involve Xavier losing to Marquette. St. John's losing to Seton Hall and us beating UConn. If all three things happen, we are the five seed. And after the UConn game, it's the Big East tournament starting Wednesday, March 10th through Saturday, March 13th. And this Hoyas team is capable of running with anybody in the Big East. This team has really put it together recently. And speaking of putting it together, how about your Maryland Terrapins? They went 2-1 since my last update. A 68-59 road win against Rutgers, and then a dominant 73-55 win over Michigan State. They have not been the same this season. Michigan State, very much a down year for them. And then we came out flat against Big Ten bottom feeders Northwestern. Entering the Northwestern game, Maryland was the hottest team in the Big Ten with a five-game win streak. It's a random loss, but this Maryland team, like Georgetown, has exceeded expectations this year. They are now seventh in the Big Ten, difference being their 14 teams instead of just 11 in the Big East, and Joe Lenardi has them as an eight seed in the NCAA tournament, so they appear to be safely in the big dance this season. Up next, Penn State this Sunday at 7 p.m., and it will be Maryland senior night. The game can be seen on the Big Ten Network, and then after that, it's the Big Ten Tournament, which begins on Wednesday, March 10th, and concludes on Sunday, March 14th, which also happens to be 
Selection Sunday for the Big Dance. Now let's talk about the Maryland women's basketball program just a bit more. Those Terps, amazing. Number eight in the country with a 19-2 overall record and a 15-1 Big Ten record. And they are put to the test today at noon, basically right now against number 12 Michigan at number 12 Michigan. The game can be seen on the Big Ten Network. They conclude the regular season against Penn State on Saturday at 3 p.m. And that game can be seen on BTN+. Then they have the Big Ten Tournament, which takes place Tuesday, March 9th through Saturday, March 13th. The Terps will not be in action until March 11th in that tournament, though, because they will be one of the top four seeds. As of right now, they are the top seed. Moving on to women's soccer, the Washington Spirit. There's no major update here other than preseason has officially started for the team, and they are down in Florida for it. Now let's move to men's soccer. DC United, Donovan Pines, center back, has been named to the U.S. Soccer Olympic roster. Congratulations, Donovan. As of right now, the Olympics are scheduled to begin on July 23rd, 2021 in Tokyo. So we'll see if Donovan ends up making the team and then ends up playing in the Olympics. And as for our roster, Coach Hernan Lozada is out here making moves, attacking moves. We're close to bringing back Lucas Titi Rodriguez, who was solid for the club with six goals and three assists in a lone move a couple years back. It'll be great to have him back. He was huge for us. And then we're close to signing Venezuelan striker Giovanni Bolivar on a one-year loan deal. He represents Venezuela at the U-20 level, and I'm sure we'll look to make that permanent. I highly doubt you bring on a guy that young on loan only. And then we signed another Venezuelan, an 18-year-old winger, Dar Luis Paz, just two weeks ago, and he was sent to Loudon, the club's junior affiliate. We finally are looking to finalize a move for American center back Brendan Hines-Ike from KV Kortrick. He was drafted in the third round of the MLS draft in 2016 by the Montreal Impact, but opted to play in Europe instead at the time. He would be a likely starter for Losada and DC United, and we do have the option of making this loan move permanent at the end of the season. Right now, he's just quarantining, but it seems like it's going to happen because he is here in DC. On to the Washington Mystics. There's no major update here either. I told you guys I keep you updated on Natasha Cloud and Emma Mieseman. They both remain unsigned. There is a bit of news, though. Natasha Cloud has come out and said she is not going to be opting out of the 2021 season. She is planning on playing. Earlier, we weren't sure. She is definitely going to be playing, so we need to re-sign her. Emma Miesemann may opt out of this WNBA season to play in Belgium in preparation for the Olympics. We will see what happens there. On to the Washington Nationals. They are down in Florida. Spring training has started up. And both new boys, Josh Bell and Kyle Schwarber, have hit home runs already, which is a great sign as we prepare to kick off our campaign in April. There are six games before next week's episode. Today, against the New York Mets at 1.10 p.m., then tomorrow against the St. Louis Cardinals at 6.05 p.m., Saturday against the Miami Marlins at 1.05 p.m., a break on Sunday, Monday again against the New York Mets at 1.05 p.m., Tuesday against the Houston Astros at 6.05 p.m., and then Wednesday against the St. Louis Cardinals at 6.05 p.m. All those games can be seen en masse in the Mid-Atlantic Sports Network. Finally, the Washington football team not a whole lot of big news. Well, one piece is. We'll begin with Thomas Davis, though. He was released from the team, and he is expected to retire. He is a Carolina Panthers legend. Congratulations on an amazing career, Thomas. And then Alex Smith, this is the big one, is likely to be cut 
according to many reputable sources around the league, he is still looking to play. So expect to see him on a roster. He brings a wealth of experience with him, and he knows how to win regular season games. The NFL Comeback Player of the Year is not done yet. What does it mean for Washington? Why are we doing this? For us, it means saving $13.6 million in cap space for this coming season. But it also means letting go of an amazing individual and solid quarterback. Thank you for the unforgettable time here in DC, Alex. We will miss you. I know this is the right business move, but he will be missed. And that's going to conclude this week's State of the Union, your DC Sports Wraparound Coverage segment. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of District Divided. Once again, I am your host, Amit Singh. Thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, please follow it on Twitter and Instagram at District Divided. There is also a Facebook page and group called District Divided. Please like and join respectively. Once again, your Maryland Terrapins women's basketball team is legit. And if you're listening to this episode as soon as it comes out, they are playing right now against number 12, Michigan on the Big Ten Network. Tune in, watch it. It's going to be an excellent game. And if you don't catch that, catch the game against Penn State Saturday at 3 p.m. And then it's on to the Big Ten Tournament for your Maryland Terrapins who look to make a run at the national title. So thank you once again for listening. And Polly Polo, do your thing and take us out. I spent my whole damn life in the city. Anywhere I go, DC's coming with me. I spent my whole damn life in the city. I can go for broke, but the capital is in me.